back to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY on 92.7, 94.7, and 9.70 a.m. Well, good morning. This is a little change of pace. Doc Noyes filling in for Jim Leach with uh, Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry. And on top of it, we have people in the building for the show today. That's got to feel weird. It is fun to be here. So you so say you exciting. had to think about how to get here, first of all. I know. So we were thinking last night, I was talking to Dr. Kneedler, because Dr. Kneedler's in the house, too. <laughs> hello, it's hello. It's definitely a full house We've today. left the house. Yes, we have. We're <laughs> crawling out into the real world. Yeah, yeah. So we were thinking, like, how long does it take to get here? What time do we have to leave? We were, like, we completely forgot what time we had to leave our homes to get here on time, because it's, it's been over a year since yeah. we've it's, been It's in been a, ro- a heck of a routine change. Yeah, it's we, huge. We were trying to think of the last time we came here, and I'm certain it was well over a year. That sounds about right. Because well, right now, it would have been, or within a week, was the the official shutdown. Right. Mm. Um, but yeah, that it's looking at the the calendar all runs together. I know it was so fun, and then we were driving here, and we drove together like we drove in the same car. Like, yeah, really, haven't even gotten in somebody else's car. These are big so things. Long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we're happy to be here. <laughs> we Welcome where, back. We Thank knew you. where to turn, and we got <laughs> yeah. here. Okay, so it was good. It's so good to be back. It, I I do feel like we're all sort of turning a corner now a little bit. You know, it, it definitely feels that. That way, the, yeah. with the number of vaccines and stuff for our for our county makes makes me happy. And so good to see those numbers going down too. Just and the availability better. of scheduling. Yeah, right. I think they're they're really they're doing out. a really good job. Yeah, and it's it's good. We've we've been vaccinated. I mean, obviously, dentistry was one of the first people we were right there to get the first first vaccines. So we've um, we've been vaccinated for a while. I think the question remains looming about how long does the vaccine last. But we feel really good right now. And I think we just live for the moment and think this is a good thing. You know, things are turning a corner. We feel like we're, um, you know, able to do a little more. Um, you know, like I said, this was a big move to come here today oh, sure. and be with you guys. We were really excited about it. And uh, it's it's just, it's good. And we've been working hard at home, home base, and um, covering a lot of ground it's um it's been it's been something you know we've been really busy all dentists nationally just really really busy being that you know dentistry was shut down nationwide and especially here in illinois for way too long earlier in the beginning stages of the pandemic so we're catching up and it's been awesome we're still getting to do all the things we love and i've never been more grateful to actually have a job to come to i feel that sense of gratitude every single day i can you know, imagine you, when you have somebody telling you you can't work and it has you it's not in your control that's a really weird place to be yeah you, you know? feel very lost i could imagine with i mean that. you just that's never something i could have ever predicted would ever happen to me in my career or my lifetime so when i wake up every day and i got the opportunity to come to work it's just awesome so i don't take that for granted anymore there's so and i'm sure everybody feels this way but we just there's so much in the world we don't take for granted anymore so um you know i can't wait for you know just to go out to eat and hug my friends and you know all those things so. ever closer that's right mm-hmm. that's right so um something that we wanted to bring up though which is really timely because it's tomorrow mm-hmm. um you know we talk in dentistry yes. all the time about um we we do a lot of work with helping people sleep better we team with physicians and we help people sleep better if they have a diagnosis of sleep apnea and perhaps they're they can't tolerate their their CPAP at all and we can help fill in that void with helping patients with a mouth appliance. It's an oral sleep apnea appliance. 
And when a physician recognizes that this would be a good fit for one of their patients, we reach out to them. They reach out to us. We, we have a lot of people that we work with in town, and we will help their patient, which then becomes our patient as well, and help people sleep better. And it's been really, really rewarding. Um, we're, we'll probably talk a little bit more about that. But something that was really timely that we're noticing and we're reading up on and we're hearing through our sleep medicine um, news and, and research that we do and, and a lot of different sleep physicians locally and nationally have been talking a lot about how all of this um, takes effect with daylight savings time. And daylight savings time is tomorrow. And, you know, it's it's just something that you don't think about until you start thinking about it. And, you know, so between the months of March and November, um, we try to save, you know, this natural light since spring and summer. Um, early fall days typically get darker in the evening compared to late fall days and winter days. So um, we officially observe this daylight savings time. I think it started in the 60s, if I remember right. So we set our clocks forward one hour to 2 a.m. on the second Sunday in March, which is tomorrow. So this results in one less hour of sleep on that particular night, so which is this weekend. So then at 2 a.m. on the first Sunday in November, we set our clocks back an hour, and then we call that spring forward, fall backwards, because when these time changes occur, that's kind of how we, we remember it. But adjusting the time by one hour may not seem like too much of a drastic change, but national sleep experts have noted there are so many troubling trends that occurred during the transition between daylight savings time and, and standard time, including upticks in heart problems, mood disorders, uh, even motor vehicle collisions. So, you know, it really affects what we call your circadian rhythm, which is your, your natural body mm -hmm. rhythm. So um, it's just something that you really don't think about, but it really does affect the people that are troubled with sleep in the first place in their inner routine and they're they're already having issues with trying to stay asleep and, and, and get into that deeper zone of sleep that we try so hard to help them. We bring them into this into this deeper stage of sleep by making these sleep appliances and studying their sleep studies when we have gotten everything resolved and we can really study how they sleep the before and after and really get them into a, a really nice place. So, um, you know, there uh, we talk about um, how does it really affect your sleep? And, and in, in more in detail, humans and other mammals are guided by these circadian rhythms and there are 24 hour cycles that regulate your sleep. Um, you know, other key body functions such as appetite and mood, these rhythms are largely dependent on light exposure. So to reset each day, they must be synchronized with natural light and darkness cycles. And then that is how you ensure your healthy quality sleep every single day and how it goes into a cycle. So there is, um, you know, your morning darkness and your evening light. So this, when you affect, when you have an effect with that, it can help alter your delay in your sleep. So it makes you feel more tired in the morning and maybe more alert in the evening. And that's when your circadian rhythm, it's, it's misaligned. So we call it sleep debt, which refers to the, like the cumulative effect of not getting off sleep on a regular basis. So, you know, humans, we're so vulnerable to sleep deprivation. So we're vulnerable to that anyway. You know, we push ourselves, we work hard, we work long hours. Um, you're always staying up late trying to get that little things done before the next day starts. Sometimes you can't even catch up and you just don't even have it done in the first place. So you're already de deprived. So then in early March, you're transitioning 
and you receive, you know, they say the average person receives 40 minutes less sleep on the Monday after, you know, the spring forward. So it, it's really hard to catch up when you were already behind. Mm -hmm. And that does take a toll on your daily your your daily grind and how you're functioning and so it's hard on some people a lot of people take it for granted and they just bounce right back and you know that's often referred to as um social jet lag because the demands of work or school take precedence over a full night's sleep so social jet lag has been linked to a higher risk of obesity and depression and cardiovascular disease so it just gradually builds after a few weeks and so it's really 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 hard for some people um, additioning, in addition to sleep loss, people are also in a really greater risk of like mood disturbances, um, suicide, and being involved in traffic accidents. Um, you know, it suggests that experts always say that there's, in the long term, there's a more of a reduction of accidents as more people drive home from work in the daylight. So, um, obviously, nighttime driving does affect if you're, especially if you had that you're really sleepy on top of that. So, um, you know, if you're just someone out there realizing it's daylight savings time and it's not really a big deal to you, good for you. But I'm telling you what, it really does affect a lot of people. And some people just have a really hard time just coming around and catching up from that when they're already troubled with sleep in the first place. I mean, sleep disorders are a serious thing. And it's one of the reasons at Prairie Dental Group that we just dove into this and, and became actually during the pandemic was really exciting for us because we became diplomats in sleep dental medicine. So that was so exciting. We were, we started that journey much before we ever knew there was a pandemic, of course. Mm. It was a few years of really hard work, and it, it only so happened that our timing wasn't really that great <laughs> because we, you know, had a big, huge exam in front of us and, and, and a lot it, of... it had to get postponed, yeah. Yeah, I think it was rescheduled more than, was it once or twice? Yeah. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. We couldn't even take the exam for the longest time, and so then we, the testing centers around the world, it was a, a, an international exam, and it was testing centers all over the world that were shut down. And I think that if you remember right, at the very beginning of the pandemic, it affected, you know, after China, Italy was hit hard. Very much so. So when our our dental sleep medicine boards were not able to take place in China and they were not able to take place in Italy, the consensus was that it wasn't fair that the United States diplomat students, how could they take the test if the others internationally could not take the test so then they canceled that round and then when it was okay they had it scheduled all over the world on a certain day and then the united states we could not take the test so, <laughs> so i had to go back the other direction mm -hmm. right so then it finally came around and then um we did take it and i think it was the first time in my life i was really worried about that i thought oh this was really hard so when we both found out we passed it was so <laughs> a nice awesome. celebration there well yeah it, we, well we tried yeah we, we we gave it we gave it the couple minutes like like dr desato said things have been super busy so we had that moment i came in you know it comes through the mail and we got i got an envelope felt pretty thick so that's always a good sign you know not just a rejection letter. right yeah, you it felt it's like it's like yeah getting accepted into colleges again but yeah it felt pretty thick and you know opened that first flap and it said congratulations you are now a diplomat and so i'm running back to tanya's office and i'm like did you get this same piece of paper? <laughs> does does your envelope look the same as mine? Let's compare. Yes, yes. So yeah, yeah. We took we took the moment, you know, to celebrate. But ultimately, you know, what she's talking about with 
this weekend affecting everyone with daylight savings. There are so many people in our population who don't get good sleep every single night of the year. You know, it's it's obviously worsened on a night that you're given an hour less um, with this circadian rhythm disruption that is happening with daylight savings. But, you know, so many people in our population have obstructive sleep apnea every single day, and it's still so undiagnosed. And so, you know, Dr. DeSano and I come in with our Prairie Sleep Center to help the the people who either know they have obstructive sleep apnea and, you know, they've been told by their physician, their, their pulmonologist or their sleep physician, that they need to be using a CPAP. The number of people who have been given a CPAP and don't use it, that percentage is 60% wow. of people who have been di- you know, prescribed a CPAP. 60% of them don't use it. Um, and probably even more of them aren't using it correctly or through the whole night. You know, so that's where we come in. We can help with our oral appliances. Um, you know, even our patients who really like their CPAP, if they're traveling a lot or they, they want another option, that's where we can come in. We totally still love a CPAP. Golden, you know, it's still the the very gold standard for obstructive sleep apnea, but we can help. We can help, and so, you know, that's that's one of the things that we your your dental dental office. You know, we're looking in that area. We're looking into your oral cavity, checking your airway. We're able to see is your tongue collapsing across there. We check your neck size. You know, we talk about. How do you feel throughout the day? Are you exhausted all day? We check your meds. Are you on multiple blood pressure medications? You know, if you were um, a passenger in a car, you know, from here to Chicago, are you falling asleep in that ride? You know, if if you're answering yes to a lot of these questions, we're gonna we're gonna start talking to you about some of this stuff because it's it's a it's a problem that is still very much undiagnosed. And our medical partners, you know, the people who are in, in medicine, everybody's working really hard to try and get everybody healthy with this. You know, we're, we're working as a team. Our, our docs here in town are doing a really, really good job at screening for this. It's becoming more well-known. Um, and now it's, it's happening in the dental office as well. And so, like I said, if you're somebody who's, oh, yeah, somebody told me I should go get a sleep study, and you're thinking about these big things that are happening, it might be something that we can help you with at Prairie Sleep Center, whether or not you've had a sleep study or if you're intimidated by the idea of the sleep study, we can talk to you some more about options. Um, Maybe a home sleep study would be a better option for you. Uh, The in-lab sleep studies are still definitely the gold standard. That's going to give us the most data. But there are a fair amount of our population who, who are very turned off by the idea of that. They, they do not want to go into that kind of setting. They want to be in their own bed. They want to be in their own bed. And so um, there are devices that we've got that can do a home sleep study. And that information is still sent to a board-certified sleep physician. So it's not going to be Dr. DeSano and I reading these scans. That is not what we do. But we can help you once we have a diagnosis. We can help. And these uh, oral appliances have been so phenomenal for our patients. They are sleeping better. They are feeling better. You know, when somebody has bad sleep, like she was saying, you know, we we have major, major problems. It's not just the the quantity of how much sleep you're getting, but it's actually the quality more so, you know. And so 
if you're, you know, somebody that's being told you've got getting creeping closer to type two diabetes, you've got obesity, you've got heart disease, memory or information processing problems, depression, um, you know, it could be because you're just not getting enough sleep. And do you guys think now with probably see more of it coming forward in the last year, a lot of more people working from home and they've shifted their schedules a little bit. You think you'll see a lot more of that than you did before? You know, I think people are staying up so much later than they ever did before because they don't have to like, they're not thinking about that really scheduled, regimented morning routine that we used to have of, okay, get up, get in the shower, get dressed, have your breakfast, get your coffee out the door. So many people don't have that. So they can ease into their morning a little bit easier. They're they're having their coffee while they're in their first Zoom meeting and they're slopping through their breakfast, you know, during that same thing. And so I think because their morning has changed so much, their evenings are too, and they're staying up later. And, you know, that's obviously affecting that sleep cycle, like we talked about. Um, and it, people aren't, aren't sleeping enough. So it's not always triggered. It's not always linked to obstructive sleep apnea. But if you're already somebody who's dealing with obstructive sleep apnea, and then you're throwing in all of these additive factors of getting less quality sleep, oh man, we're going to see some major health shifts absolutely and and in a lot of cases reading around the countries a lot of companies may never go back to truly being in the office because they find it's cheaper productivity overall is up there's a lot of benefits and if the people are happy and working from home and doing the job why change i know there's been so many good changes i think we're all more efficient i think as well i know i sit on a couple of boards and i take the board calls from home from home i guess wherever i'm at Mm -hmm. dental my dental office has been my home lately, but, um, you know, just from the laptop without the travel time. So, you know, with a one hour board meeting over a lunch hour, if you don't have to drive to and from, you're actually more efficient because you've got sure. a solid hour that you can engage with your board and you don't have to worry about the travel time. So there's a lot of good things that have come of it. But I know just seeing a lot of our patients day to day, a lot of people are working from home and are going to continue to work from home because it is more cost efficient for the employer and you know, they're getting more accomplished and, you know, they're not traveling, so they don't have the travel time to and from work. And so they've got a little bit more time in the mornings. Their mornings are a little bit more relaxed because they are some, they've eliminated the uh, getting ready, if you will, and, you know, packing a lunch and dressing for the weather and getting in your mm-hmm. vehicle, parking your vehicle. So it does give you more time in the mornings. But I do also agree with Dr. Kneeler. I think people definitely stay up a little bit later knowing that, um, you know, so their, their circadian rhythm has shifted, mm-hmm. you know, we're all, I'm also a victim of that. You know, we've all had these circadian shifts. So I, I think it's affected everybody to some degree and how your body compensates for that is, is the question. When, so, when your office is 30 feet from your bed, it changes yeah. things a whole lot. <laughs> You're right. right. Tell you what, let's take a quick break. It is Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry in the studio today. Dr. Tanya DeSanto, Dr. Elizabeth Knadler. We'll take a quick break. Be right back. Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Stay informed. Stay connected with WMAY on 92.7, 94.7, and 9.70 a.m. Just a few minutes left. I know uh, we've got some more things you want to cover before we get out of here today. And again, in the studio, which yes. which feels amazing. In the house. <laughs> <laughs> Still in our yoga pants, though. Yeah. Yeah. This is in the morning. This why, isn't even Zoom attire. We're yeah. one step down from yeah, Zoom exactly. attire. We're just like bedhead here, but that's okay. No, we. I uh, I wanted to mention, so we were talking about this at work, and it 
it, it really rings true. We've been talking about it with some of our patients and been seeing it on some of our, of our social media boards. But um, at the problem that's become with all of the community that's been staying at home, working from home, there's been a major dental problem that's happened that people are, not everybody, just like you said, he's still doing it, which is which is really, really good that his routine is to just wake up first thing in the morning, brush his teeth. But so many people brush their teeth in the morning as right before they leave the house. And, you know, they'll sit in the morning, they'll get up, they'll have their breakfast, coffee, and then right before they leave the house, that's the last thing they do is brush their teeth. And so since people aren't leaving the house, we're seeing people not brushing their teeth in the morning. That, that routine is broken. That routine is broken, and they're not brushing their teeth, and obviously that's a huge problem. And I think along with it, I, I would be willing to bet that you know, snacking, coffee consumption, all that stuff's probably gone up because you're just sitting at home and you're the like... COVID-19. The go- yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're all seeing that. And so, you know, also, you know, you're not giving your teeth a chance to to recover from, you know, the the sipping on coffee all throughout the day. Now, maybe you're doing that, that at the office too, but probably more likely at home having more coffee, having more snacks. So this is just your friendly reminder from your dentists to please get that morning brush in. Um, you know, at some point, give yourself a give yourself a break. It's just your reminder that the idea of just sipping on coffee throughout the day is extremely, extremely harmful to your teeth. You're never getting your teeth a chance to recover from that acid exposure. Uh, it takes about 15 minutes after having a drink or sip or actually any food. It takes about 15 minutes for your teeth to to get back to kind of neutral pH. So if every 15 minutes you're taking a sip or having a snack, your teeth are, are at risk throughout that whole morning. So like I said, just your friendly reminder. Don't forget about And it's about just your about, toothbrush. you know, your circadian shifts. You talk about your routine shifts. You know, it's something that you just have to get a new new plan, a new routine, a new habit, and a new, new groove, you know, so... And as I think as we transition in, I think everybody will will get into that. And, and yeah, at least. But those things are, are important and be paying attention to that. You want to tell them how they can uh, reach out to you? Sure. We can. They can always call us at 217-546-0412. You can also check us out on our website at prairiedentalgroup.com or Facebook. Well, again, welcome back to the studio. Thank and-